Graham Couch wrote a fabulous column, and I can use the word fabulous considering the darkness of the situation in terms of touching on the emotion of what happened last night in East Lansing. And the thing I love about Graham, and he knows sports, he has a decent jump shot in rec time hoops, but I kind of feel like he goes where I go that there's an emotional part that finds its way connected to sports and life where he does his best work in his latest column, which is up on the Lansing State Journal website. I shared it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Sometimes in the media, things happen and there's words, something said. There is a video that really encapsulates the entire situation. And I thought his column uh, was spot on. And I'm looking at Matt Charbonneau. These are guys that usually cover Michigan State sports, and they come on the show, and we talk about Izzo or Mel Tucker or the Spartans or Spartan hockey, baseball, Susie Merchant, you name it. But I really give uh, the crew, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal, Matt Charbonneau, the Detroit News. I give them a lot of credit for how they've handled this. You know, I texted Izzo last night, man, you okay? Your son Stephen okay? He says, yeah, we're okay. And then he used a few words that I can't really repeat on air. Same thing I did with Michael Carey. Uh, I have friends who have kids at Michigan State. Hey, you know, when you heard there, at first there was one fatality, and then it went to two, and then you heard three, and you just never know. Would it be somebody you know? Because all of us have a connection to Michigan State. And other friends, and they have kids, or they went there, or you're a Michigan State season ticket holder, you're a donor, you're an alum. There's a connection. This entire state usually to Michigan or Michigan State, even if you didn't go to the schools, that you're connected to that school in some way, shape, or form. And I I do want to applaud, uh, in the face of an unspeakable tragedy, uh, the Michigan State University Police and Public Safety Department for the job they did from the minute this went down last night. They were transparent. Uh, they handled the media the right way. They were totally professional, yet you could hear in their voices that they were feeling pain. And we are getting word now here in the last half hour or so that the deceased victims have been identified as Ariel Anderson, a junior at Michigan State from Gross Point, Brian Frazier, a sophomore from Gross Point, Michigan, and Alexandria Werner, a junior from Clawson. So that is, uh, we're getting, and I think there is a family that doesn't want the name out there, right? I, God knows the grief you're dealing with. So that is the latest here. And again, uh, the Michigan State University Police and Public Safety. Uh, again, an un. Thinkable tragedy. You never plan on this, but the police, as we talked to Dan Hibbler from Norton Shores to start the show, they prepare for this on a regular basis from the minute they're in police academy. Uh, they prepare for these situations. They go in when the students are running out of a cafeteria because they're hearing gunshots or people are saying go. Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal, uh, he checks in. I mentioned his column. I shared it about... You know, just the innocence of what was lost on a campus where it's college, it's your time to kind of get away, become a man, a woman, and, you know, this is close to home, and it's happened across this country, and Graham Couch 
Uh, that column is up uh, at Huge Show on Twitter. I retweeted it. The Huge Show on Facebook, and also uh, just uh, search uh, Lansing State Journal. How you doing, Graham? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. All right. So where were you uh, at? You first get word of this. It goes down. Uh, I know you got a lot of connections there with Lansing State Journal, the Lansing Media. Uh, what was your night like? Yeah, well, it, you know, you know, we do Couch in the Rube, and we were about to do a show. And I'm glad we didn't because that would have, you know, you talk about tone deaf and just, you know, some sophomoric hot takes on basketball or whatever. And, and uh, you know, we're down at the studio and, and – gotten word of what was going on and, and was able to check in with some people in the newsroom and and from there it was you know i mean we're not a huge newsroom and you know i, I do view myself you know we don't have another columnist and, and and i've done a lot of stuff stepping outside of sports and this is my community and so when things happen that are that are important um outside of um the realm of sports it, it, to me i feel an ob- not just an obligation but you know it, it, i feel kind of a duty and and um, just wanted to be over there and, and, and help report on it and and, um, and and find find the column that, that sort of painted a picture of the evening and what people were were, were going through. And so I got over there and, and um, you know it was it was eerie uh, because you know I've, first of all I've never seen that many police, but I've also never been in East Lansing when it's that quiet. It was an odd combination to have that many lights but no sirens to the point that you could just hear the humming of cars and, you know, the, uh, the crosswalk signs counting down and things like that. And just nobody out, everybody locked down. You knew there was fear. I could tell based on people asking for updates, students that I knew and things like that. Um, and you knew there was a, an active shooter out there and then early information, people really didn't know if it was more than one or, you know, to, to what degree the danger really was. And, and so, um, and you know it was to, to the police. You brought up the police. I think they did do a, a nice job of keeping people updated regularly. Um, you know, I've heard from people who cover who've covered a, a lot of these things, unfortunately, and I think they've done better than some other places. Um, but you know, about a little after midnight, finally, um, once the the uh, you know alleged shooter they found him and he'd taken his own life, they. Students started to come out slowly, trickling out, and that that scene was was interesting because you just saw a vulnerability and a, and a fear in a lot of a lot of kids, and you saw parents start to show up, and uh, it was it was a, a scene that you know I think is um, going to be hard for a lot of those kids to shake um, for a while. You know, different kids were closer to it than others. I talked to some that were in the MSU Union when when the shooting started and, um, and, you know, others were barricaded in the closet a few blocks away and, you know, they'll, they'll experience different trauma in different ways. And you saw a lot of parents that were just ready to whisk their kid away and take them away from campus for a few days. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a, um, yeah, it was, it was, you know, you brought up college kids in that age and, you know, we all feel like we're adults when we're 18, 19, um, and some of us are more mature than others, but you, you could really see the vulnerability in them. And you could really see when you, you spoke to them and they're just sort of, you know, they're, they're not, you know, they, 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 they needed help. They needed companionship. They needed, um, it was, it was not a night that as much as they do school shooting preparedness, like, you know, you think about growing up, Bill, like we, we didn't have school shootings when we were coming up. No, 
And so we, we didn't have school shooting, you know, drills or any active shooter drills or things like that. Didn't even have to worry about it. And the one thing that was, I mean, all these kids are sort of prepared for it. They grow up in that culture and they, they know it's, uh, could happen, but they still, you know, I mean, until I think it happens, it's still, it's, it's a shock to the system. Graham Couch, uh, columnist, Lansing State Journal. Normally sports is his forte, but uh, real life superseded sports last night. His latest column uh, titled Monday Night Shooting on Michigan State's Campus Stole Lives and Peace of Mind. I uh, shared that at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. You can follow Graham Couch, C-O-U-C-H. And you're right, what you said about you know the vulnerability of those kids and the title of your column, the minute I heard it, even before I mean, we haven't talked before the show, I thought it, it did steal something. That kids who were close to it in that union heard the gunshots, uh, were running, not knowing if a, a shooter is going to gun them down as they ran across a, a school parking lot, field, whatever. Uh, and it and it will steal uh, their lives and their peace of mind because that will be with them forever. Yeah, you know, that's the thing that I think in a lot of them, it was last night, you could just tell a lot of kids are still processing. Um, you know, some were already, you know, very fearful and jumpy, and I, I detailed that in the lead of the column. I had a, yeah, uh, kind of ran into a, I don't want to say ran into, but a, a young woman who was one of the first few out of the uh, the buildings sort of was startled when she saw me. And, um, I, you know, I've never, I've never seen anybody look at me like that before, just that, that that real fear of you know who is this person and what do they want from me? you know it was it was um and so there was some of that and there was a lot of you know kids are just emerging and there's a zillion cop cars and they've been barricaded behind doors and and realizing just how big a deal this was and and um so yeah it was it was a lot of different a lot of kids feeling a lot of different ways and you if you, you you do feel for that because it does you know in in very short order the media outside of the larger you know i think the state obviously it will be a big deal because msu has great reach um a lot of people went there and their their kids go there or it's it's just a big university and this community to last but you know the the larger national thing will, will go away quickly and then you're left to make sure that your people uh heal and get the help they need and kids who maybe don't speak up or, you know, or, you know, and, and if, it, you know, there will be kids who probably just need to transfer and, and do it somewhere else. And that's okay too. You know, you just gotta, you gotta make sure people can, can, if not ever find the same innocence again, can certainly um, be comfortable uh, in spaces. I like how the leadership has handled this uh, naturally as uh, your good friend and a friend of our show, as Matt Charbonneau said, sports are way down the list. Uh, Wednesday's Minnesota-Michigan State game uh, postponed. The women won't travel to Purdue tonight. Uh, that's down the checklist. Alan Haller, the AD, talked about the mental health of the student-athletes and the students, and the campus uh, is the first priority. Uh, so I, I just like the way they prioritized everything, how they've handled it. Uh, leadership needs to be strong in times like this. And like I said, the MSU uh, police, uh, Department of Public Safety, I think the school uh, leadership all have uh, said and done the right things uh, so far connected to this shooting. Yeah, that that stuff matters because, you know, you may not, you know, you got to, you know, I know that it may not matter a ton. It may not seem like it matters a ton if, if you know, a, a 
basketball game on the road is, is, is played or whatever, but they're, you just don't know how different kids are feeling or who they knew or what it, you know, um, you know, the 18, 19 year old mind is not fully developed. It, it just isn't. And, um, you know, I, I think back to college and different things you went through. I never went through anything like this, but just how different things were handled, how you responded, how you felt. Um, and you know, I, I, you know, eventually they'll get back to playing games. I mean, life has to continue. Otherwise these sort of things would, I mean, would, would just paralyze us for good. And, and, um, my guess is they'll play the Michigan State Michigan game Saturday in some ways. I don't know if you, when when does it make a difference if it's Tuesday against Indiana or Saturday in Michigan and, and I, I don't know if off campus may be better for that to be honest. Playing Michigan may not be all that bad. I think there will be a level of uh, camaraderie in that building. It'll be a, a better tone certainly than we saw with the the football game because I think. You know, even the most bitter rivals understand these things just being different. It'll be a very different tone, and I and in some ways, I think um, that can be the the best place to resume. And Michigan President Santa Ono flying the flags a half mast on the Michigan campus in Ann Arbor. Uh, the way he's been shooting from the heart in terms of his opinions and his love and everything uh, for Michigan State. Uh, coming straight from uh, his soul has really come out uh, in his tweets. So, yeah, I, I, I do agree. If it was at Michigan State, no way they'd play it. But they they resume school, at least what we're hearing on Monday, which means they're done through Friday. And that Saturday would kind of uh, start a, a cycle where the game actually could be uh, healing in a way. But that's about the Michigan State locker room. That's about the support staff, the coaches. Uh, that's about the connection to uh, lives that were lost there, uh, who knew who, and I think Izzo will read his team and be honest about it. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, too. You know, I, I mean, I, I, you know, we can sit here from a thousand foot view and say, well, that, that, that might be a time where it's, it's, it's appropriate or it makes sense to resume. But if, yeah, I mean, I, we have no idea if there were any real connections right. or if, if how, how kids are feeling about it and, and if, if it, if, you know, that's what a coach and, and, and team leaders should have a pulse of. And and if it's not the right time yet, you just say so. And I don't think anybody would blame anybody if, if you had to figure a way around rescheduling that. No, and Izzo will be uh, straightforward about this uh, with his team and with the public. Uh, read the column by uh, Graham Couch. Uh, peace of mind, lives lost, uh, lives stolen. It's a wonderful piece. You can read it. Uh, just Google Lansing State Journal, Graham Couch, C-O-U-H, on Twitter. I did retweet it at The Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Graham, appreciate the conversation. Well done uh, with your piece from the heart, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill.